0: This is Dr. Cheryl Peavy, and welcome to Her Voice, Her View, season number two, episode number eight. Today, i want to talk to you about me being an addict. And you're like, okay, what? Dr. Cheryl, what? And then, yep, I am. I'm a people-pleasing addict. And I should say, hi, my name is Dr. Cheryl Peavy. I am a recovering people-pleaser, because that's what I am. And I wanna talk to you today about people pleasing. People pleasing for me started when I was a little girl, but I didn't realize that that's what I was doing. I remember that there were things that happened to me as I was little in my environment that I didn't like. So it sought me to seek validation outside Of the environment that is supposed to be loving and protecting and nurturing. And I'm not um, going to blame anybody, you know, anybody specifically in my family. But it was just some things that happened with my environment that caused me to seek all of those things that I was longing for. And again, I didn't realize that I was doing that. But as I got Older, And I would say as I was getting into my teenage years, I really discovered that's what I was doing. And I put on that mask. I, beca- I put on the mask of people pleasing. I put on the mask of imposter syndrome. I put on this mask of I became whatever anybody was looking for, like in different friendships and relationships or even becoming that you know a person for a job i just played a role and doing so i can honestly say i was getting high you know how some people have addictions to certain things and my high was people pleasing you know, going out of my way to make other people happy, to put a smile on their face, thinking that if I did that, that I was going to be liked more, loved more, valued more, appreciated more, you know, that they would give in turn what I was giving out to them that I was gonna get back. So you know how you have this high, and then once the high goes away, then you're at a place where you're, you're low, you're depressed, you're feeling empty, and then you go and you want that high again, and that's what people pleasing is: is highs and lows. You get you please someone, you got out of your way, you say yes when you when everything inside of you is saying no. You do things that you look back and regret that you did because it didn't feel right in your spirit, but you did it in any way, thinking that you were going to get a greater return of your investment and you didn't. So that's what people pleasing is. Some people ple- people please for different reasons. For me, it was like I said, I was seeking validation. And bottom line is basically what it is. We're all seeking validation, but our reasons why we people please are different. And thinking back to that, to that time when I was really involved and really didn't realize it, um, a lot of the signs of people pleasing, I would say, is when you're always saying yes and you don't say no, if you're always trying to keep the peace and you don't want to start or have any arguments between anybody, when you are going out of your way, let's say, for example, you may have made plans for yourself to not go out and just hang out at home or you know watch TV or just relax, but then someone calls you and they need something and you really don't want to do it. But you go ahead and do it anyway because you're saying, oh my gosh, they called me. You know what? They need something from me. I need it at this moment. So even though I don't feel like doing it, I'm going to go ahead and say yes. Even though it's going to take me out of my my way, I'm going to say yes. Even if I'm across town handling something and they need something and they're on the other side of town or they're one or two hours away, I'm going to do it because you know what? If I was in the same position and that happened to me, I know they'll give me the same and do the same thing in return and what happens it doesn't work that way all that people want is more and more of you and the more you give the more you don't have to give you are giving from a place where your cup is empty you are trying to please people when you don't even have the strength to even please yourself So you continue on this cycle thinking you're finally going to get an investment of your return, but realize that they want more and more from you. And then you start to see and hear criticism, negativity. They're always saying, why are you not there for me when I need you? X, Y, and Z. So as time went on, there was something else that happened in my life that was a traumatic experience for me. And I lost a loved one. And that was my wake-up call. My wake-up call to realize I was wearing a mask. To realize I was a people pleaser. To realize I was walking in imposter syndrome. And what's so interesting about that, when you come to the realization of it, it makes you feel... How do I put it? It makes you feel... Sad, But it also makes you say, wow, I did all of that. I was like that. But I also want to share this real quick tidbit with you. I used to feel that I had this sign across my head that had basically people pleaser, people pleaser, she'll do anything for you. You know, she'll go out of your way. She'll go out of her way for you. And I don't know if I'm um, you know, I'm talking to the people pleasers or, you know, former people pleasers. Have you ever felt like that? You know, like you had this sign on your head and, and people just were automatically drawn to you thinking you're feeling that it's because of the person you are, but it's really not because you don't know who you are when you're people pleasing. You're living in a false identity. So I wanna share with you some of the ways you can get out of people pleasing. And that happens when you're ready. You may even come to the realization because I came to the realization it didn't happen overnight for me. It was a loss of a loved one. But when I was in a deep depression, it was when I realized that the people that I was giving so much to, they weren't there. And one day I just was so tired that I called upon God And God said, you know what? I've been waiting for you to call upon me. I have been here for you. And he said, if you trust me, which was hard for me because also people pleasers have trust issues. And for me, I had a trust issue that had nothing to do with God. And I see that I ended up placing my trust issues upon God. But that is another episode that we could talk about at another time. But he said, if you trust me, I will take you on a journey that you'll never forget that you can't even imagine so I took that as you call that leap of faith not even really knowing what was going to happen and God directed me to Psalm 139 verses 13 through 16 I want to encourage you to read that but I want to share with you how it was said to me and what God said to me he said that I created you I knitted you in your mother's womb I took my time when I made you, Cheryl. You weren't something that was processed, like food is processed with different things. I made you out of love. You are organic. You have been bought with a price, but your fingertips, excuse me, your fingerprints are different from everyone else's. I know how you're going to be made, how you, how you were created, how beautiful you are. When I made you, you were the apple of my eye. I put my, my, myself in you because you're created in my image and likeness. You weren't rushed. You were made and knitted with love and care and time. And that blew my mind when I thought about that. He, I mean, Deep is like, you know, I made yourselves. I mean, he really spoke to me of how he truly took his time when he made me. And I want you to know that you are made the same way. He has taken his time when you created you. He didn't create us to be people pleasers. He didn't create us to please men because it says it in his word. That we are not supposed to please men, but we were created for his pleasure and for his purpose, for his glory. We are called to please God. And in that of him showing me that and, and showing me that scripture and telling me who I really am, that took me on a long journey of coming out of and breaking that mold and breaking that mask and unmasking the enemy, which was also, the enemy within me and allowing God to really work with me. And I'm, it has not been an easy process. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. It has been challenging. It has been me arguing, me saying, oh, I don't want to do that. Or why is that? Just really going back and forth. But through circumstances, through my journey, I understand better more and more why it is important to not please others. But I I am so grateful and so thankful for his forgiveness of him forgiving me from being in that place. And that's so wonderful how God forgives us and how he loves us and how he doesn't remember our sins. And I had to come face to face with the things that I did. And I allowed him to start showing me who I am, to start to like myself, to learn to like myself, to learn to love myself. And again, it is not an easy process because I can fall and have fallen off the wagon. And then I realize at some point, I'm like, wait a minute, I'm people pleasing again. Am I doing that because I want to? Or am I doing that to please somebody? And oftentimes, I'm still doing it to please somebody. Why? Because people-pleasing for me was a way of life, and it felt so good to people-please. So when I catch myself doing that, I have to stop. I have to regroup, and I have to get my, my mind back on track and ask God to help me so I don't fall back into being the addict of people-pleasing. So I am sharing this with you because if I'm speaking to any people pleasers out there or if you know anybody who's a people pleaser, even a recovering people pleaser, or former people pleaser, please share this podcast with anybody as encouragement to know that there is hope. You don't have to live behind the mask. You don't have to walk in that imposter syndrome. You can be you. You are free to be me. There was an anthology I did back in 2018 called The Diary of a People Pleaser with 15 to 16 amazing women who shared their story on people-pleasing and how they came out of that. And I encourage you to pick up that that book. You can get it on Amazon. It's called Diary of a People-Pleaser. I'm telling you, I just even read it um, oftentimes just to, to see other people's stories and just to bring me back into an alignment of what it's like to go back into people pleasing and just reading other people's stories just keeps me focused and grounded that that is not the life to live. That is not the life that God calls us to to lead or to live. And that you don't have to stay in that people pleasing mode and that you can please others, but you have to make sure that you're doing it because you want to, not because you're looking for validation. This has been Dr. Cheryl Peavy for episode number two, excuse me, not episode number two, episode number eight, season number two of Her Voice, Her View. You can check me out on all social media platforms and you can go to drcherylpeavy.com, put the three W's in front. You can reach out to me that way. I would love to connect with you, love to hear your stories. If any of you have a story, former people pleaser, like to share it, just reach out to me as well. I would greatly love to hear from you and I will talk to you soon. And I want to say peace and blessings to all.